welcome to the Hillington Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast. All right, lovely. So, um, hi everybody. Uh, my name is Danny, Diversity Inclusion Lead for the Trust, and I'm quite, I'm very, very happy today because I have uh, a colleague uh, uh, to talk to us, uh, Welly, um, and we're going to talk about uh, Muslim religion. So, Welly, thank you so much for coming today. Hi, um, thanks, Danny, for hosting me. The Trust is the podcast. Um, um, I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Welly, would you like to tell us a bit more about um, Eid al-Adha and um, what, is, what is the celebration about and also what are the special events and celebrations uh, the Muslim religion has? Okay, so thanks uh, for the opportunity, first of all, Danny. Um, uh, first of all, I'll start with um, special events and celebrations in terms of Islam. For somebody who doesn't know much, I'm sure a lot of people heard about Islam, but they don't know what, you know, Eat or what celebration? So, in, according to Islam, same when you compare to Christianity, we have two Eids, which is like uh, Christmas and Easter. So the first one is called Eidul uh, Fitr, which means it's after past, fasting for 30 days uh, of fasting, no food, no drink, and uh, no lot of other stuff. Uh, then you celebrate at the end of that. You celebrate. Um, you know, uh, for, for fasting those 30 days, and that's called Eid al-Fitr. And within that time, before you, uh, the last day of celebration, you have to also pay um, something like, uh, you have to feed a person. So feeding that person now at the moment in the UK, like five pounds. So everyone, every Muslim who's alive, the whole family, for example, if I have my children and my wife, I have to pay for them every year. So it'd be like five pounds per head. So normally what we do is we send that, we give that to charity or give, we send it to poor people. So the so idea is to, to, uh, to feed the poor on the day of fasting, uh, or breaking the fast celebration. So they can also celebrate if they're poor and they have no food on that day, they'll be able to do that because you can also, you feed them and you give them the, you know, the value of, of, of one meal for, for a whole family, you know, so um, for each person have to pay. So that's what it is. So. That's the, uh, the, the first one, which is Eidul Fitr. And Fitr means basically paying that head per person. And the second one is called the Eidul Adha, as Danny ex explained. And Adha means sacrifice. So this is really an idea which is based on all the Abrahamic religions, which is that you know, God sacrificed the son of Ishmael and, 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 and basically ordered Abraham, Prophet Abraham, to sacrifice Ishmael. And then Ishmael accepted that, that uh, sacrifice, and he said to his daddy, if you must do it, do it. And then God, the last minute, replaced it and said, look, no need to do, uh, to sacrifice uh, Ishmael, but you can, just because you obeyed me, yeah, that's enough. So um, that re was replaced with, an, instead, uh, an, an animal. So the idea is, um, the idea came from there. So the Muslims, one day, go uh, do the fifth pillar of Islam, which is to go to Hajj, a pilgrimage where we believe that Abraham and his son built it in the middle of the desert. There, when you do the rituals, there's a lot of rituals you need to do on, within a, a three days period. But once you do that, then at the end of that, uh, when you finish everything, then you, everyone must buy a sheep or a goat and then sacrifice that because of the same, following the same um, uh, Abrahamic footsteps, and then give the meat to the poor, right? 
So this, at the moment, as we speak, it used to be about 2.5 million, 3 million every year going to that ritual at the same time. But the last two years, there was no, it, was, uh, um, it didn't take place because of COVID. And this year, I think they're only doing maybe 30% of people are going. So that's why we have in the celebration the day, Arafah, the last day of, which is called the Arafah, the last day, then what's going to happen is, um, and the, uh, then everyone's going to do the sacrifice. So for us Muslims who are, non, who are not going to the Hajj, then what we do is we, two things, we fast on the day and of Arafah, which is on Friday, and then on the Saturday, we do the sacrifice, right? And so not everybody does it, but is a kind of a, you know, uh, it's not mandatory. When you when you go to the Hajj, it's a mandatory. But if you don't go to the Hajj, it's just not a mandatory, but however, it's recommended. So um, that's the two main celebrations of, of, of Muslims celebrate. Muslims don't celebrate birthdays um, simply because they believe that um, some people do, obviously taken from the, the from the other cultures, but they believe that that um, we should celebrate if we have to celebrate um, birthday, then we should celebrate death also, because in essence, the uh, birthday is actually gets closer to your death. So the, every year you're older one year, which means you're one year closer to your to your death. So in essence, are you celebrating to to get closer to your death? If you think about it. So for that reason, um, and because of also these two uh, special celebrations, and we don't celebrate any other celebration. And any other celebration is called innovation. Which is in Islam, innovation is not allowed. If you innovate something, you bring something new into it. You have to leave it as it was from 1500 years ago. How how God sent it to us through Angel Jibril to Prophet Muhammad. We have to keep it that way, and this is why it's different. So that's in terms of um, yeah. So celebrations, I think that's yeah. That's excellent, excellent, interesting information. Thank you so much, Wally. Um, now let's go to. The day in a life. Do you, would you like to describe a day in the life of a Muslim? Oh yes. So in terms of uh, a Muslim, a practicing Muslim, and um, basically the day starts around at the moment about two thirty in the evening, in the morning. So it's it's, it's, a, it's called a Fajr prayer. Fajr prayer is one hour before, one and a half before sunset, sunrise. So the sunrise is about maybe four o'clock around that time at the moment. So it's an hour and a half before that, which is about 2.30. We wake up, we make wash, and with something called ablution, which is you wash your hands, your face, your feet, your ears, your nose, and you, all the areas. And then you, you get up and you pray. And on that prayer, you know, basically, when you finish your prayer, then you make supplications that God to forgive you. And then... You, most of the people, they go back to sleep because it's such a late time, such an early time in the morning. And then, you know, you wake up um, and you normally uh, go to work or whatever you have to do. Again, midday, which is around at the moment, one o'clock is a second prayer, which is called the, the midday prayer. And on that midday prayer, normally at your lunchtime, when everyone is having a the half an hour break, um, we have to quickly run and to go to the prayer room in the basement make an ablution, same way that wash, and then pray. Um, normally, you pray with other Muslims who come from maybe from the theater, maybe from, you know, the um, canteen, another one from maybe, you know, um, post office, post, post room. You get all these different Muslims are coming in, female and male, 
And normally, and one thing that people don't understand is that we segregate our prayer for females and males. Not because we, we disrespect females. In fact, it's the other way around. We respect females so much that we, we don't want to, uh, the man is have, uh, the man always have desires more than females. That's what Islam believes. So since the man has the one have desires, if you mix man and woman, then you, they, they're not going to be sincerely praying. So for that reason, we separate and put the man in front. They separated and they prayed two different places. As, after that, it's fine. So in terms of prayer, that's what we do. The prayer room is divided into two. Anybody can come in and just have watch us in, in that little prayer room. And in fact, it's, 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 we always invite everyone. And the females stay in the back and the men stay in the back. And we have a little curtain between us. And it's a very small place anyway. So that's what we do for, for prayer for, uh, for Duhur, which is the midday. And then at the moment, I think that the second prayer or the third prayer, which is called afternoon prayer before the sun rises, uh, sunsets, is um, five o'clock. So by the time we go home, most likely, most people, if they have time here, they pray. Otherwise, they pray at home. And then the, 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 the fourth prayer is when the sun sets. On that time, when the sun is about to set, that's that prayer that you have to pray. And then the final one is about two hours after the sun sets. So that's really a life of a Muslim in terms of prayer-wise. But there's also, we keep in mind that in, 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 uh, in between, we also, you know, keep away from other stuff. You know, a Muslim, not every Muslim is a practicing Muslim, however. So a practicing Muslim would be truthful, would be, um, you know, truthful to his work, would be like a shepherd to his work. So a shepherd, what the shepherds do, they look after the, you know, their, uh, their, their sheep. And if they lose, then they, they lost their responsibility. They don't get paid for it. So it's like a Muslim is like that when it comes to work. They should take the responsibility of this place, from the hours that they work, how they do the job properly. And so a practicing Muslim would be doing all this as part of their, their, part of their religion, you know, as well as obviously getting paid. So that's that's the day of a Muslim. Yeah. Thanks for that. And how how that relates to your to family and and, and colleagues as well? How that relates to work and uh, and friends and family? Good good question. So in terms of uh, family, obviously you would expect you know um, and in terms of the family normally would when you would spending time with your family, your life would be around obviously as part of you always have a priority over your prayer. So you should, in, in your head, this prayer is not a long prayer. It's not like a half an hour prayer. It's like five minutes prayer. So we're talking about 25 minutes out of 24 hours. You know, so always, whenever you're going with your family, for example, if you're going out with your family, you have to, you always have that in your mind, where am I going to pray my prayer? If I'm going out at about, say, from 12 o'clock and the prayer is going to be at one o'clock, You'd be like, oh, so how am I going to pray? Am I going to pray? Should I pray before that and then go to whatever I have to do? Or shall I find a place, you know, within my prayer? Is there any prayer room or whatever, whatever? So that's one thing you do uh, in terms of a family. And also, you know, um, generally other stuff as well, like, uh, you know, the cultural and going to the mosque, going to uh, coffee shops, going to, you'll, we live like a normal people, like, like everybody else. But the only thing we do different is that we always have that in our mind also, if you're practicing. And in terms of work, I think it's similar to that. We always have that in our mind. Although a lot of times we can't, it's difficult for us to actually practice because 
you know, uh, might not be, maybe the manager might not be understanding. Maybe, you know, um, you know, the, the, you have priority, like for example, you're in an operation or you're in a procedure, which you can't leave. And so those things are taken into exception because you're, you're taking a job. But as soon as you're free, then you should be able to uh, participate. But also, if you're working, if you're a doctor and you're working, you're doing operations, you think about this as well. So, for example, you might have to pray before you do the two hours or three hours operation, or you might schedule it like a little bit, you know, earlier or whatever, a little bit maybe later, just to, so the things can, 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 can go like that. Same thing with any other person who's working within the hospital. Um, so, and, and, and also it's actually good understanding for us in terms of people to understand that we don't spend hours praying. You know, it's a matter of five minutes or 10 minutes the max to pray. So I can pray in my little room in the office, anywhere when I have a type 10 minutes of my time or even my, mostly you do it in your break, tea break or, you know, on your lunch break. That's, that's the times we do it. But sometimes the prayer have to be within between, between those times. But mainly, I think it's um, good for the, our colleagues in, in the hospital to understand that, you know, we don't spend significant time of a month. And also, obviously, that, you know, sometimes when we go out and we're doing, maybe we're going for prayer for like five minutes. So to have a kind of understanding also is, is, in, is, is in, a, in a good way, I suppose. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, obviously, understanding and, and respect from colleagues is, is what it takes to you know, uh, to accept each other, really. Um, so would you like to give us uh, some information about the basic principles of the uh, Muslim religion, if you don't mind, uh, for colleagues who would like to know more, for example, history and, and other basic information? Thank you. OK, so um, basically, Islam means uh, peace. So a Muslim, is the person who follows or practices Islam. And um, Islam is the religion. So uh, first of all, I want to explain to you before I go into the basic principles that most of the people don't differentiate a Muslim from Islam. So Islam is that. pure. Yeah, so Islam is pure. It's the religion which was brought to us, according to Muslims, by Angel Jibril from God. So that's Islam, and he has no faults. However, Muslims, the person who follows, the person who practices, have flaws, and that person could do, could be anything. It could, uh, you, you know, you could have a Muslim killer, you can have a Muslim, um, um, because just because their name is the Muslim, it doesn't mean that they're following Islam. So it's very, very, very good of understand we have to understand that very clearly right and this is the main problem with the media they put the two together you know you have islam and you got the muslim the muslims can do anything they could be you know so as, so as the christian or buddhist or whatever it's a human being human beings are sinners they make mistakes they they're, they're, they're human beings right but islam is the religion is the is the message from from god so this is First of all, you need to understand that difference. Very principle. And the second thing I will explain to you, Islam, very have five basic principles. To believe in God, that there's one, no other, no association, which is monotheism, is the one God. Um, there's, you don't associate, you don't pray to, about, uh, you know, to statue or to stone 
or to another human being or to you know you pray directly no nothing between you he's the creator that created you and there should be nothing in between right that's islam second thing so you believe in uh, god you have to believe in god you have to believe in all his prophets from adam down to noah you know uh, moses jesus muhammad you have to believe in all of them if you don't believe in that you're not a muslim right so that's the first one the second one you have to believe in you have to pray five times a day if you're a muslim it's an obligation it's not if and but or it's, you have to pray five times a day right that's the second one the third one is to fast month of ramadan which is the 30 days every year and within that you have to pay also the fitr the, you know the, the little money that you pay to right that's it and the fourth one is to pay 2.5 percent of your wealth accumulated wealth not your wages but your accumulated wealth so for example if you have a saving uh, more than a year that that 2.5 of that you pay for it you don't pay nothing from your wages if you have a house and the house is you invested on the house. So for example, the rent you get the rent income from that house, the money you get that from rent income, that, that have to be paid. Two point. So overall, one year, only once a year, you pay two point five to the poor, to the to poor, and it's best to pay to your relative if if, if they are poor first. If not, to the poor people, right? So that's the fourth one, and the second fifth pillar is the to go to hajj and the, i think that we're having this broadcast is because it's around right now the hajj is happening which is the fifth pillar of islam and if you two conditions if you can afford financially and if you and physically you're able to do it those are the two things five five pillars but you also have six articles of faith which is different from the five pillars but they're similar which is to believe in god to believe in his angels so if you're Muslim and you say, I don't believe in angels, then you're not a Muslim, right? Angels and his, book, his books, the books that God sent, the Bible, the Torah and the Quran. You have to believe in that. If you say, I don't believe the Bible, you're not a Muslim. I don't believe the Bible, the original Bible to be the true word of God. I don't, I'm not a Muslim. But it has to be, you have to believe in that. And the last one is um, the will of God, the destiny of God. So people say, oh, why this happened to me? And if you're Muslim, that's a sin to say, well, that's why this happened to me. Because the destiny of God is, is God says it and it is. There's no why he, he did that. Because at the end of the day, we don't know. We only, we, we don't have the knowledge to understand why God did, did this for us. But there's a very, very, um, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, first in the Quran, which explains this. It says, it says basically that um, there, there might be something that you like. There's something that you like, that you really enjoy, but it's not good for you. You don't know yourself, but who knows, right? There, and, and, and next to that, next to that first is that another one that says there might be something that you hate, yeah? That's, that's actually good for you. Yeah. And at the end of it, it says, only God knows, but you don't. That's the first of the Quran. 
Yeah. So basically, um, you know, that that's I'm I'm going to leave that to to for everyone to reflect on that. That the will that our will our destiny, our will of God, we don't know. That's why Muslims always say, Inshallah, by the grace of God, this will happen, or by the grace of God, tomorrow I'm going to do this, because we believe that tomorrow you might not reach there. So if you say I'm going to do that tomorrow, it's actually a sin for a Muslim. Without saying Inshallah, by the grace of God, right? So Excellent. I would. Um, that's, that's, well, yeah. well that, that was that was fantastic i mean it was we can talk for hours i have to say uh, and and everything you said is so interesting uh and obviously are you are you happy for people who would like to know more just to contact you are you yeah certainly, certainly. i mean I'm, yeah. you know and, and yeah of course you know the whole idea is to have a, you know a dialogue to understand each other cultures teachers you know we are we are one we are one society so we, is is important for me to understand you and you understand me. So in that case, we can get rid of you know misunderstandings and discriminations and you know and so we can work together and and, and help each other eventually. Definitely, thank you. I definitely learned so many things today. Definitely about Islam and and I'm so happy uh, you accepted the invitation. Thank you. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode, tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.